on, waiting on, believing on, defending the truth about our Jesus. Father, even now as we come, we ask that you will move Tracy out the way, allow her to be a manifestation of your glory. Father, I can't do this, but you can. So Lord, just increase the anointing, increase the empowerment, allow there to be a supernatural something that a living word will go for. Lord, you know what your people need to hear, so, so Lord, order my lips, my tongue, my words, that we may speak into the lives of your people. Lord, meet us where we are. Then take us where you will have us to be. Speak life, speak encouragement, give direction, give hope, bring healing, bring salvation. Lord, this is a God moment. This is a God hour. So allow us to experience Jesus at a higher level, even now. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. You know, you got to be careful about watching too much news. With everything that is going on, all the bad news will allow fear to infiltrate your thinking, your emotions. And, and we are apt to forget that our Lord Jesus is still in control. Uh, Y'all need to walk with me. Y'all need to. You see, you see, see, regardless of what's going on around us, as, as long as we know that, that he is still in control, you, you can live your life like, well, I know you got me. I know you got this. So, Lord, you told me that the world was going to be like this. You not wringing your hands. I'm not wringing my hands. You not worried. I'm not worried. Y'all need to come with me today. You notice that, that the text deals with that his kingdom, there should be an increase of his kingdom. Don't you realize that Jesus is king, that he is Lord, that, that in the midst of this world, he has already set up his kingdom, that he is already reigning, whether we recognize it or not. In the first place, he ought to be reigning is in the Christian's heart. We are his subjects. We, he's not just our Savior. He's our Lord, which means that we have given him control. And when you give him lordship, God begins to orchestrate everything in your life. Y'all need to hear me. That means that, that he got ultimate control, and he controls what happens, what doesn't happen, when it happens, when it doesn't happen, that God is up to something. Matter of fact, you need to turn to your neighbor and say, God is up to something in my life. <laughs> it, it may not feel like it. It may not look like it. So you may, you may question me while all the bad things are happening, but I'm in his hands, so my God is up to.
Charles Stanley said that he, 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 since he knows his hands, God is in his life and he, he is trying to be obedient, he said he fell. And apparently his fall was a bad fall because he had to go to the hospital. And he said that, Lord, you could have kept me from falling. Uh, you are awesome enough, God, that you could have caught me and picked me back. Lord, you could have put bounce in my, in my bounce. <laughs> and instead of allowing these old bones to break, I could have bounced back up on my Lord, you could have dispatched some angels that would have caught me in Nick fall and lifted me back. He, 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 God, God could have just, just not let him fall. He said that, he said that when he was in the hospital, though, he said that people started coming into his room because he knew that, they knew that he was there and, and he was praying for people and ministering to people. And, and, and all of a sudden he realized that God had a greater purpose for him being in the hospital than just him healing up. He said, it was needed for me to be in the hospital because somebody in the hospital needed to get some truth from him. Somebody in the hospital. So God allowed him to fall to get in the hospital for somebody else. Uh, y'all, 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 need to walk with me now. That means then that that he is orchestrating. He's in the midst of our ups, our downs, our ends, and our outs. He says in Matthew chapter 28, looking at verse somewhere around 18, 19, when he has risen from the grave, he tells the disciples to meet him at the Sea of Galilee, and he says, all power, all authority has been given unto me. What he's saying is, I have taken back the kingdom. I have now set up a kingdom that the devil can't stop. He said, within this world system, I now got a group of people that I am watching over. I am directing. I am orchestrating everything in their life. I am raising them up for my purpose. And even in the midst of Satan's kingdom, there's another kingdom that got the stamp of Jesus on them. Is that you? <laughs> listen, 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 listen. So, like, he don't say some power. He said, oh, really? But what he's saying is this. He said, he said nothing even comes close. He's saying, he's saying that, that though things may seem like they're out of control, though your situation may seem like it's out of control, he said, the only reason why you think it's out of control is because you don't see my whole plan. You know what's amazing to me? How God knits the bad with the good, with the ugly, with the beautiful. How, 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 how he turned things around. It's amazing how God will use the very thing that Satan tries to use to destroy you. God 
God would turn it around to bless you. The very thing that Satan thought that would take you down will lift you up. The very thing that Satan was going to crush you, make you get deeper with Jesus. The very, very same thing. At some point, we got to get to the place that we trust him enough that we let go and let God. The problem isn't that God isn't able. The problem is we're not trusting him to do it. I mean, uh, I mean, Christians who are still in control of their own thing and in spite of what God has said we still are doing our own thing Satan is really trying to still kill and destroy all of us and what we don't understand is I believe every one of us got a guardian angel scripture bear witness of that Scripture says that if you hurt one of the young ones, their angels is in front of my presence. It would be better for you that a millstone be tied around your nut. And what God is saying is they have, for the children, they, their angel got first access to God. Uh, can, can I go a little bit de- deeper? Which means that, 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 that maybe even before we was born, at the moment of conception, Oh, y'all didn't hear that, did y'all? At the moment we left God's presence in the spirit, God dispatched a guardian. Do we have any pregnant young lady in here? Maybe we do. They just don't, mama and daddy don't. I shouldn't have went there. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay, just say we do. Perhaps there's two angels. What's this? Yours and the baby's. Y- y'all got that? The angel is watching over the pregnant young lady, and there's an angel watching over the baby that she's carrying. Y'all got me? Y'all see that? But, but, but wait a minute, let's not stop there because you got to understand how the spiritual world works. If God has assigned an angel, then the devil who is a copycat has assigned a demon. <laughs> Y'all get that? Y'all get that? Which means then, watch this. That as long as I am and you are where God wants us to be, we are under the protection of that angel. And there's nothing that demon can do about it. Oh, shut your mouth. (laughs) You, You got me. But when we are in rebellion... 
I have now, you have now opened up a crack for the demon to work his. I was watching, I was watching, I was watching a documentary about the nation of Israel. And in 1948, it, they were declared a nation. Immediately after they were declared nation, Egypt from the south start moving in. Arabs start coming in. From the, from, from, from the north, they're coming in. On all sides, they started being attacked. You gotta understand, they didn't even have airplanes. That, that Germany sent them airplanes and even without these airplanes being tested, the pilots jumped in these airplanes and went to war. I mean, I mean, because the Muslim states around them said, no, we're going to destroy them. They're a nation. We're going to push them into the sea. This is documented. This is history. This is, this is, this is, this is what happened. One of the fights that they was in, one of the wars that they in, the enemy just got confused. They was outnumbered. They didn't, they didn't have a whole lot of weapons or anything, but the enemy got out. They just got confused. They, they, they was down to two tanks. Israel was down to two tanks, and, and it was up against all these other tanks, and there was a minefield across the desert, and, and they had across this minefield, and, and documented that one of the captains said, the wind started blowing and blew the sand off of the mines that was planted in the desert that we can navigate around it. If God did it in the past, if God did it in 1948 and 49, God is doing that for 2016 for his children. We still got a miracle working God. He is still orchestrating. He is still working in the background when we trust him. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Who wouldn't serve a bad God like this? Lord, have mercy. When we, when we allow him to be God, when we don't understand what he's up to, and just watch. Have you looked back over your life? Have you seen the invisible hand of God? You know, you know, hold on. Allow me to, allow me to go here. Y'all allow me to go here. You know, while it's happening, you don't quite believe what's going on. So sometimes you can't identify how God is working it out on your behalf. But sometimes hindsight is 20 20 vision. Come on, go with me. You know that car accident that you thought that you maneuvered your way through? But the truth of the matter is, your guardian angel pushed your car out of the way and stopped some cars, pushed your car, lifted some stuff out of the way. You, you know that time when you felt like there was trouble near, but nothing happened? 
Well, I want to tell you, there was trouble there. But your guardian angel stood between you and the trouble. I said, I dare you. I double dare. There's so much that we have not seen how God has been there 24-7. He... Let me, y'all gonna make me shout before I'm finished. Listen, he says, says the increase of his government and the peace there shall be no end. You know what he said? He said, when he started, when he got up from the grave, there was a revolution that took place. <laughs> a spiritual revolution. It shook all of hell. See, whether you know it or not, that, that, that Jesus came to undo what Satan started in the garden. I told you that. First John chapter 3, verse 8, the last part of it says that he, he was manifest. He came into, he came into being, he came into human flesh to undo what Satan tried to do. The works, the evil, the destruction, the, the, the torment, the, the pain. He, it's Satan's mission statement is to kill, steal, and destroy. John 10, 10. So Jesus came to undo, to listen, to loosen, to, to let go, to erase, to make right all the destruction that Satan has set up on the earth. Let me make it more personal. Not only does he want to bring destruction on the earth, he came to make destruction in you. Let me help us. Because some of you just, just, just bleeped out on me. And the reason why you had a mental shutdown, because, because, because you thinking that when I said on the earth, it means to make a utopia on earth. I didn't say that. What I said was that, that God is grabbing folks out of darkness into his marvelous light. Folks that used to be Satan's is now God. God is walking in enemy territory. Y'all didn't hear me. Listen, listen, listen. All these are on, on Satan's side. Satan got them bound. Jesus is bad enough. Jesus is awesome enough that he can walk in and say, I dare you to say something. I triple dare you to say something. I take who I want to take. When I take them, they're mine, and there's nothing you can do about it. That's what he says in Matthew 27. All power and authority is mine. So why are you afraid of what the devil going to try to do to you when you covered? I mean, I mean, uh, listen, listen. If, if your God's God got you and there's nothing the devil can do about it, 
So as long as you stay where you're supposed to, what comes to you had to go through him. So if he sent it to you, then God's going to keep you through it. If he's going to keep you through it, there's a purpose for it. And after you get through testing, won't he lift you up? Won't he lift you up? Won't he lift you up? Won't he? That's why I tell you that unless you have a biblical concept and paradigm, don't watch too much news. All that mess will rattle your faith unless you know how to place it in God's plan and God's destiny for you and for the earth. You know what I love about Christ? Every time the devil make a move, he already had a move. Let me, let me, let me prove it. Genesis 3, 14 and 15. Now, now here, Satan made a move in the garden. I know some of y'all want to smack Adam, but don't be too hard on Adam. I know some of y'all want to smack Eve. Don't be too hard on Eve. You know why? We wouldn't have done no better. Ah, shut your mouth. Can, 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 I, can, I, can I play with that a little bit? Here we are, we got the word, we full of the Holy Spirit. Oh, we come and praise on Sunday. Oh. Have a hallelujah good time. But some of us, before we walk into the vessel view, we got a negative attitude. Before you say good morning, before you say goodbye, before we say amen. And, 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 and probably throughout the week, we're going to think something, say something, do something, roll our eyes. Y'all are so quiet, y'all. I mean, I'm talking about Holy Ghost field. Jesus shouting, washed in the blood. We got all that and we still can't. So why do you think we would do any better than Adam and Eve? Oh, I said, he said, and he's speaking to Satan, he said, Satan, you went to the woman. I'm going to go to the woman. I'm going to, you did something, let me do something. You mess with her seed, I'm going to mess with her seed. Uh, y'all, come on now. Come on now. I know, I know y'all. Let, let, let me, let, let me, women, let me give y'all some credit. See, you may have started it by, 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 by convincing Adam, I don't know how she did it, but she did it. <laughs> but guess what? You were the instrument God used to stop it. Oh, y'all don't see that, do y'all? 
may have given it to Adam, but God turned around and gave it to Mary. Ah, oh, y'all begin to see the light. Y'all begin to see a light. Sin came in by a woman's influence. But Jesus came in by a woman's influence. Ah, ah, ah. Listen, the devil spoke to Eve, but God spoke to Mary. Y'all got me. Y'all see what I'm talking about. Oh, hey, 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 watch this, watch this, watch this. Eve convinced Adam, but God sent the angel to convince Joseph. Oh, y'all see what happened. Y'all see how God said, you think you got a move? I got a better move. You came between the relationship of Adam and Eve. Well, I'm going to tell Joseph, you married that woman. Because what she's pregnant with is not from another man, but it's of the Holy Ghost. You met. Uh, y'all see where I'm coming from. See, 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 God is, is an awesome God that he can take the negative and turn it around for a pop. If, if God can take the same thing, Satan got in it, and messed it up. God went to a woman and fixed it up. God. Okay. Watch this. Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5. Therefore, as through one man sin entered into... That seems so wrong. You mean to tell me that we're paying for, our nature was changed because of Adam. He was man's representative, and he messed us up. Uh, but think with me, aren't you glad that God did it this way? Some of y'all don't see it yet. But let, let me explain. God knew that if we were standing on our own, we would mess it up for ourselves. So what God did was, I'm going to have one representative represent everybody. And I know that he's going to fall. But then, don't worry. I got another representative that He's going to fill up the cup for everybody. Oh, y'all still don't get me, do you? Listen, see, see, we are either in Adam or you in Jesus. In Adam, there's no help for you. But because of Jesus, there's nothing that can defeat you. Let, let, me, let me explain. Let me explain. If you are, if we are truly saved, then Jesus, what he did was so fill up your account that your past is covered, your presence is covered, your future is covered. Watch this, watch this. And there's nothing that the devil can do about it. Oh, y'all don't hear me. 
Uh, Y'all don't get it. Jesus so completed the job that even you can't mess with what he did. If you really in Jesus, uh, you know, I was, I, I, was, I was in the classroom, and in this classroom, they were saying, you know, no, that can't be true because uh, the human nature is that then we will use God. I said, not, not if you've been saved. Amen. You know why? Our nature been changed. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let me step into this. Can I step into this a little bit? See, what he did was not just saved you, he changed you. He did not leave you where you was. Just forgiving you wasn't enough. He delivered you. Oh, sh shut your mouth. You may not know how to walk in your deliverance, but the power's there. Which means then that that, that your want-to's done change. That means that you can't go back and be everything you used to be because your want-to don't want to because you got a new want-to because there's a new you inside of you. Now, the old you may fight with the new you, but at least there's a fight. Let, let, me, let me help. Can I help? Can I help? If there's no fight inside of you between the old you and the new you, perhaps you don't have the new you. Because if you got the new you, there's a fight on the inside of you because the old you still want control, but the new you say, I want control. So there's a fight on the inside that won't let me do everything I used to do. And the more I grow in Jesus, the less of the old me. Somebody say, have you met the new me? Have you? Forget about the old me. Have you met? I hate to say, you know, but you gotta be careful who you ask. Because somebody may say, <laughs> let's, let's, let's go on. Make sure. <laughs> Maybe it should be, have you met the new me? Question mark with, have you? <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Romans 5, 17, 21. For if by the transpasses of one, death, spiritual death, separation from God, the removal of God's mercy, which is hell, reign through the one, much more shall they receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life through even Jesus. Because you know what he's saying? He says, it does not matter how deep you've been in sin. The grace of Christ 
is more than abundant to cover whatever you did. Uh, Y'all need to walk with me? No matter how deep you go, grace go deeper. No matter how abundant in sin you may have walked, grace walks deeper. He says that the grace of God so outdo the ugliness of sin that no matter what sin it is, grace is so much so much more abundant. God will take you from the gutter most, lift you up to the heaven most. God specializes in folks that we give up on. Don't ever give up on anybody that's out there on the streets because God will change them, bring them in here, and show us all out by the change in their life. See how much what time it is, what time it is, okay. Okay, okay. It abounds, that he abounds towards me. He abounds towards me, which means that, watch this, the grace of not only in saving me, but delivering me, and watch this, healing me. One of the concepts about salvation that we miss is this. There's two concepts. One is he has cleaned the slate concerning you and I. When you're in Christ Jesus, you're covered. You're covered. That's good news. Now watch this. this. And he has broken the power of the devil over you. Now, we have to learn how to walk in our power by faith. Because it's a faith. Listen, I can only walk in what I believe in. Until I build my faith in what he says about me, though it's mine, I can't unwrap the gift until I believe it in my heart and my mind. Though it's true, it's not true to me yet because I haven't placed my faith in what he says. Children of Israel, the land was already there. No matter who the enemy was, God said, I will deliver. I will do it. All you have to do is have enough faith to step into it. And because of what they saw and what they believe in themselves, they refused to walk in what God had given. Joshua, the book of Joshua, is a picture of the church and the struggles that we have to attain all that Ephesians says about us. Let me go on. Let me go on. 
I see some eyes closing. But it's okay. You know, the devil is so slick. He would try to make you sleepy so that you can't hear. I've sat right there ready to preach. And just got it sleepy. You know, you know, you know, he don't want truth because hearing truth is dangerous to the devil. Because truth will set you free. So he'll make you daydreaming. You got to come back, Tracy. Come back. Okay. You know why? Because, because hearing the truth, Satan gets seriously mad. He, he would disturb my sleep all Sunday night so that I will be physically tired, physically sick, sleepy, so that, so that the word I'm about ready to preach will be impeded by my physical, by my mental tiredness. It's a battle. I know that if Saturday night is hard or Saturday, I said, okay, Sunday morning, this message is going to blast because he's fighting me too hard to get to Sunday. He fights me, but he also fights you. He'll make you miss what was just for you. Okay, let's go on. Hebrews 10, 5 and 10. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 5 and 10. Then, then we're going to end it up. Well, this is the last verse I'm going to deal with. This is the last verse I'm going to deal with. Hebrews 10, 5 and 10. Thank y'all got it. Is that it? There we go. Therefore, he came into the world. This is the Hebrew writer quoting from a Psalms. The book of Psalms is written approximately a thousand years before the coming of Christ. And what this writer is recording is a conversation between God the Father and God the Son in heaven. Listen, he said, he said, sacrifice an offering you do not desire, but a body you have prepared for me. Hey, my sis, I believe this conversation started somewhere before God said in Genesis 1, let there be. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, 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 listen. Genesis chapter 3 did not catch God off guard. His plan was already devised. God knew what Satan was going to do, which means that God already had a plan to save mankind. So here you have a conversation between the Godhead mapping out the plan before the plan was even needed. Tell me y'all don't get it. Before there was man, God already had the plan of salvation for man because he knew that man 
needed to be saved. So the Godhead got caught up in a conversation about how they was going to work it out before they needed to work it out. So that when the need came about, it was already worked out. Tell me my God ain't bad. Tell me my God ain't awesome. So if God orchestrated this to this degree, can't he orchestrate everything in our personal lives as he takes us through? Somebody need to just say hallelujah. <laughs> Somebody need to say thank you, Lord. Somebody need to say he's worthy to be praised. Okay, let's go on, let's go on. I'm almost finished. I'm almost finished. He says, he says, but a body you have prepared for me in burnt offering and sacrifice for sin. Look, he said, he said, Lord, since sin came in by man, it got to go out by man. We already know that Adam's going to fall. So make me a man so I can do for man what man can't do for himself. I don't care what religion you go to, they do not have a plan for salvation. They don't deal with the human condition. That there's something in us that is corrupt. They don't deal with the human condition that though God loves us, God is holy, but we're broken. Here you see God dealing with it even before the problem took place. Let's go on. Let's finish this. You had no pleasure that I said, behold, I come in the volume. Oh, let me read it up here because I messed up there. I don't know what I was doing on my... Then I said, behold, I come. <laughs> Before I came, I pronounced, I come. Uh, hold on, 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 hold on. I want you to see this. You got to see this. The Psalms writer is writing this a thousand years before it happened. He is recording a conversation that took place before he wrote it. I think I need to say that again. Okay, let's say that again. The psalmist is under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. So he is writing a conversation that God is showing him that the Godhead had before he showed it to him. I believe because, because God started from the end, then went to the beginning. 
believe that God said this, had this conversation before Genesis 1-1. I know. Take a moment just to wrap your head around that. <laughs> okay? I still try to get my, my head around it. But because I know that God says in Isaiah, I didn't start at the beginning, I started at the end and worked my way back. I know that scripture says, from the foundation of the world, Christ was crucified. I know that God is not coming up with the plan. He already had the plan before he called things into existence. Because I know our God is a God of purpose and he's not moving forward, he's moving back because he is God. This conversation took place before it needed to take place because God was mapping everything out before he started causing things to come to be. Look at this. You had no pleasure in that bull, bull's offering. That I missed that part. But he said, he said, in the volumes of the book, in the Old Testament, he said, it is written of me. Hold on, let me, let me just make this clear. The Hebrew writer is quoting the psalmist who writes this a thousand years before the coming of Christ. And the psalmist is writing a conversation that God in the Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, before Genesis 1-1. I know y'all confuse me too. <laughs> but it's true. Okay, okay. Okay. Let me let me let y'all go. Let me let me finish this. Okay. What's this? He says, Behold, I have come to do your will, oh God. Listen, he said, I am submitting to you. As I take on this work to save man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Did I give you another one? Did I give you another verse? Previously saying, sacrifice and offering, burnt offering, offering sin. You did not have desire. There was no pleasure in them. You know what he said? He said, bulls and goats don't take away. Amen. All it did was, what it did was, it made me hold back my wrath because every time I saw it I saw my son what I did was I, I, I imprinted the image in you all's mind that death has to take place to cover your sin and in my mind I saw what I had already planned to do so, so my wrath was held back because I knew I had a plan well, I said, he said, I, 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 I should have killed Adam and Eve when they disobeyed me, but I already had a plan. I should have took you out when you disobeyed me, but I had a plan. 
<laughs> Listen, see, I was leaning on my plan. I knew what I was going to do before you see it. So when you see it, I looked at my plan. Listen, watch this, watch this, watch this. Before even Jesus came, he was looking at Jesus and we got a plan. The reason why my righteousness can hold back and my love can show, because I got my plan. He, he looked at Jesus and said, throw you in the form of God, I see you as a lamb, because I'm going to hold back, because I got a plan. Should have killed you, but I kept on looking at my plan. And because of my plan, mercy and grace kept you. Let me show you. Let me show you. See if I can show you. See, God didn't take away the law. He built up the law. When we talk about the filling up, let me get some ice chips. They, they help me to illustrate. Can y'all see over there? Can, can y'all see it? I see. Maybe I need to, where can I put it? No, get, get, get one of those benches there. Get, get one at that, that communion table. I'm gonna bless it with some water. I'm trying, let's bring it down. It, 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 would this be for everybody? Okay, put it down, 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 put it down. You see, see, he didn't take away the law, but he filled up the law. Now watch this. I see a little bit of room there. You don't see it, but. Now, let me tell you what I just done. Not only do I see the ice above the rim, mm -hmm. the water is above the rim. Let me explain. Yes, sir. The molecules with the water and the glass are interacting. Uh -huh. It creates a kinetic energy that there's a cling to the glass before it overflows. Right now, from my position, the water is above the rim. Yes, yes. Yes. Listen, it's not just up to the rim, it's above. Let me see. Who, who, Bird, come here. Because they know you ain't going to lie for me. <laughs> Stoop down and look at is the water hanging above the rim? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I want, I want them to hear this on the mic. Let's get this. <laughs> Is the water above the rim of the glass? Above the rim of the glass. Yeah. 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 I'm not lying, am I? Uh, it's no trick. Huh? You see it, don't you? It's hanging up above the rim. It is, it is energy between the two that is keeping it from overflowing. It is above, it's filled up. No, what's, what's this? What's this? What's this? What God has done for us 
He didn't just fill it up above the rim. He filled it to overflow in. It's overflowing. It's overflowing. It's overflowing. It's overflowing. You got overflowing grace, overflowing blessing, overflowing righteousness, overflowing love, overflowing. He's pouring it in. It's overflowing. It would have been good enough to fill it up to the rim. But God said, that's not how I do it. It's overflowing. Hallelujah. 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 Our God is an awesome God. Jesus dotted every eye, crossed every T, and towards us, whether we're walking in it or not, the availability, the opportunity to walk in the overflowing grace, love, and blessing and power of God. Got your name on it. Listen, this cup is not just the, the, the glass for the hole. This is you. And he keeps pouring in whether you take advantage of it or not. Guess what? It's not on God, it's on us. Thank you. You can move that out of the way. Thank you. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen, it just don't say, it keeps on. And it keeps on. Is there anybody have experienced the keep on overflowing? goodness, abundant, exceedingly goodness of God. Is there anybody that's been blown away by the keep on overflowing, overriding, overkeeping love and mercy and grace and goodness of Jesus? Won't he do it? 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 To the utmost, to the utmost, to the utmost. Didn't he do it? Didn't he do it? To the utmost. My question is, how can you not serve a God like this? How can we not surrender to a God like this? He's waiting on us that he may show us the overflowingness. I don't even think that's a word, but we're going to make it a word. (laughs) 
I, I mean, he's just that good. You got to come up with words to try to describe the overflowingness. Somebody Google that. See if it's a word. We got we to create our own dictionary. The overflowingness. What you world are you talking about? <laughs> Not a word? I'm going to make it a word. Why? Because what I'm trying to say is it keeps on overflowing. It don't stop. He don't stop pouring in. He don't stop making his grace available. He's there. He's there. He's there. God wants to overflow himself in your life. He wants you to so experience him that it's not hard to surrender. To surrender me, Lord, you have already proven yourself enough that I got to trust you. <laughs> you already been so good. Lord, you've been my lily in the valley. You've been my bright morning star. You've been my rose of charity. You've been my bridge over troubled water. You've been my peace, my joy, my life. Every move I make, every breath I take, it's because you've been just as good to me. You're the, you're the, you're the brother that stay closer than the brother. You're the friend that stay closer than the brother. Lord, you've been there. Oh, oh, he's good. Right now, he's good. See, you can't understand what I'm talking till you asked him in your life. And when you asked him in your life, you realize we don't serve a dead God. We serve a living Savior. He got up with all power in his hand. And that power is towards you. But you got to let him in. If you're here today, I got preachers here. I want to pray with you and talk with you and introduce you to Jesus, our Savior, our Deliverer, our Waymaker. If you're here, as we all stand, come on, let us pray with you. Let us talk with you. Let us share with you Jesus. Season of 